Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your favorite to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Start your wellness journey at Whole Foods Market, where it's jumpstart January through the 16th. Stock up on supplements with some of the year's biggest savings. Plus, save on air-chilled organic boneless skinless chicken breasts, organic honey crisp apples, organic large Haas avocados, and more. And since Whole Foods Market is the only certified organic national grocer, it's easy to make them your wellness destination. Jumpstart your January now at Whole Foods Market. You think you can have an average mindset and get to the next level. You think that with a basic mindset, you're going to be great. I think that sometimes we get into a routine of checking the healthy habit boxes and we think that we're being disciplined because we're doing the wellness stuff when in reality we're just doing what's average and if we're just doing what's average then we're gonna be average we're gonna be basic we're gonna have a basic mindset because we're doing basic things if you're not willing to give something up if you're not willing to put in the effort, if you're not willing to make a little bit of sacrifice, a little bit of tough love, maybe you don't really want it that badly. Can you be disciplined enough in just this area to prove to yourself that you're worth showing up for? Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to or back to the show. Thank you so much for clicking on today's episode. My name is Lily. I am your host and I am so excited to welcome you to the second episode of the That Girl to This Woman series. Today we're going to talk all about discipline, self-discipline, keeping promises to yourself, and how to build a self-discipline practice that you can use as a foundation for all of your habits. I wanted to 
put this episode second in the series because I think discipline is a concept that gets tossed around quite frequently in the self-improvement space and I kind of had it all wrong for a long time and that's kind of what this entire series is about is kind of proving my old self wrong to some degree and and kind of teaching you all the things that I've had to unlearn in order to truly step into what I think is such a healthier, better version of myself. I think it's also just kind of like the process of growing up and realizing that old practices, old ways just don't really serve you anymore and you don't have to continue to live and operate in a mindset that is no longer serving you. So if you haven't listened to the first episode of the That Girl to This Woman series, you definitely should. Real quick, wanted to mention a fun event that I'm hosting for you all for the new year. I am super pumped to team up with Eastern Shore Performance Center on Kent Island to bring you a vision board and word of the year workshop to set your intentions for 2024. During this workshop, we will walk through how to really streamline your goals and intentions for the new year. And I think that this goes so perfectly with today's episode of self-discipline because You can't really have self-discipline unless you have a good understanding of where you're headed. And so that's essentially what this workshop is going to do. We are going to walk through how to choose a word of the year, how to find intention with your word, and then we will get super crafty and make a vision board, a physical vision board on a canvas where you can cut and paste and glue all kinds of images that depict what your ideal 2024 will look like. So if this sounds like fun to you, um, you can click the link in the show notes to grab your ticket. Like I mentioned, it is at Eastern Shore Performance Center on Kent Island here in Maryland. So if you are in the Annapolis area, Eastern Shore of Maryland area, DC, Baltimore, all those kind of surrounding areas, this workshop is for you. Or if you want to travel in for it, I'm not against that. The workshop takes place on January 19th from 6 to 8 p.m. So I'm really excited to bring you guys this workshop and I hope to see you there. You can click the link in the show notes to grab your tickets or if you have any questions, please send me a DM on Instagram and I would love to share more about it with you and I really hope to see you there. Okay, so with that being said, moving on, just to kind of recap last week's episode, if you haven't listened to it, first off, you definitely should. But if you haven't listened to it in that episode, I talk about the differences between that girl and this woman and how the that girl trend has really transformed self-improvement into more of a show than anything. And it's kind of just like, okay, do this because it's a trend or do that because, you know, this magazine says it'll get you the best results. But in reality, none of those things are going to bring you confidence it's all kind of fleeting to some degree it's a really short-term solution to a long-term problem and the that girl mindset really didn't serve me whereas stepping into what I'm coining to be this woman is a woman who doesn't go in and out of style her practices the things that she does every day aren't rooted in what's trendy. It's not for show. It's all for her. The improvement and the betterment of me, or in this case for you, and it's not for show. It's not up for public opinion or discussion or for the likes. 
it's for me and ultimately it's rooted in who god tells me to be if you haven't listened to that episode you definitely should it is a good one and the feedback that i received from you guys on that episode has been so incredible so first off thank you and second off buckle in because this series is about to get really good so i'm not going to waste your time we are just going to get right into it today we're going to talk the secret to developing self-discipline and keeping the promises that you make to yourself when i started writing this episode i of course looked up the definition of discipline i feel like that's always the best place to start right is what is discipline and google gave me this the ability to pursue what one thinks is right despite temptation to abandon it and i kind of like that definition i thought that it was good because the word discipline gets thrown around a lot you know it's how can i be more disciplined how can i manage my time better how can i set my priorities straight how can i just get more things done how are you so disciplined to go to the gym every day how are you disciplined to follow a diet how are you so disciplined to get all your schoolwork done Discipline is thrown around so much, but I think it's important to come back to what the word actually means. Like what is the core of discipline and what does it mean when I apply it to my life as this woman? In addition to this discipline definition, I also looked up a couple quotes about discipline and I landed on this podcast by Motivation Daily. I just listened to like the first little snippet because they're it's kind of a cool concept. It's like eight to 10 minute little motivational episodes and it's just like a big pep talk and they're super fun. So I feel like if you guys need a pep talk, go listen to Motivation Daily because they've got some good ones in there. But at the beginning, I heard this guy say, you think you can have an average mindset and get to the next level. You think that with a basic mindset, you're gonna be great. I think that sometimes we get into a routine of checking the healthy habit boxes and we think that we're being disciplined because we're doing the wellness stuff. We think that we're being disciplined because we're doing what the trends tell us to do when in reality we're just doing what's average and if we're just doing what's average then we're going to be average. We're going to be basic. We're going to have a basic mindset because we're doing basic things. So unless you're challenging yourself, unless you're strategically moving towards that next level, I don't really think you're being disciplined. So I broke out my T-chart again, my that girl versus this woman. I kind of like how I'm formatting these episodes a little bit. Like I'm kind of enjoying making these comparison charts. And so I wrote that girl on one side and this woman on the other. And I'm gonna give you a couple comparisons in the realm of discipline when it comes to that girl versus this woman. That girl has an average mindset. That girl is less concerned about discipline and more concerned about indulging. In last week's episode, I discussed a couple points of being that girl and how a lot of times following the trends puts us into a situation where we are willing to compromise to do what's cool and willing to overspend or overdo or just kind of like go with the masses. It's easy to do what everyone says you should do. When nine times out of 10, what you're supposed to do as an individual is probably gonna be wildly different than what I'm supposed to do as an individual. And so this woman makes an intentional, well-developed commitment to myself, opposed to that girl where she's less concerned about discipline and more concerned about indulging. Point number two, 
when you have a that girl mindset, when you have an average mindset, it's really easy to break promises to yourself. We're going to go into this in a little bit, but making a promise to yourself and keeping it is one of the hardest things that I've had to learn how to do. I think for a long time, I didn't keep the promises that I made to myself because I really didn't like myself. And think about it in your interpersonal relationships. If you don't really like the person who you're talking to, if you don't really like the person that maybe you have to do a favor for, or maybe they're asking you to make a promise to them, you're probably going to be a lot less likely to follow through with it if you don't like them. So if you don't like yourself, of course, you're not going to keep the promises that you make to yourself because there's really no benefit to nurturing that relationship because it's already pretty strained to begin with. Whereas this woman, her promises come from a place of love and her commitments are her commitments. The follow through comes from a place of love. That girl who has an average mindset is doing what's trendy today. So she'll start tomorrow. The internet moves so quickly and there's really little staying power in these wellness trends. And so a lack of consistency will automatically lead to a lack of discipline. And so if you're doing what's trendy, you're going to have a I'll do it tomorrow mindset because you're not really concerned with building habits that last. You're not really interested in investing in habits with staying power because the next thing is going to come along and you're going to jump to that. I think about this with workouts specifically. A lot of this episode is kind of formatted around the example of workouts because that's something that I feel like we can all relate to right now there is a lot of hype around actually what's like the trendiest workout right now I feel like it's probably Pilates what's what is the trendy workout right now oh it says hit workouts which I think is interesting For a while, it was spin in like 2016 to like 2019. I feel like spin was super popular. And then it was Pilates because everyone wanted to slow down. And then now everyone's going back to the gym for strength training. And so I feel like because the trends move so fast, it's hard to stick to something. And I'm not saying don't try something new. That's not all I'm saying. But if you aren't consistent with something, you're naturally going to fall into an all start tomorrow mindset because there's no staying power. So this woman believes that consistency is a priority and this woman believes in finding something that she thinks fits her life or that is proven to fit her lifestyle and stay consistent with that. Hebrews 12, 11 says, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but rather painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. So if you pick something because you feel called to do it, and you stay consistent with it, I can guarantee you that you will reap the benefits because you've been consistent with it and because it's yours. So we're going to get into all that good stuff today, but I've got one more item on my T-chart, and that is in the that girl column, there is an illusion of discipline through making moves in public. I think of the person who's always kind of talking about like what they're going to do next, or the person who's always like, talking about things but like there's kind of little action behind them and the person who's always talking about what they're gonna do probably is too busy talking about what they're gonna do to actually do the thing that they say that they're gonna do so this woman has a little bit of follow-through and she does the things that she says she's gonna do or she just does things and she doesn't tell people 
She just does them. It's almost like show, don't tell. And the proof is in the pudding. If you're yielding results, people can just tell that you're being disciplined in whatever you're doing. Quick little side note here that I just added in the this woman column. This is something for me personally that I've just found works better for me. Um, I don't like being yelled at. Okay, I think I think of discipline in the wellness space as very male dominated. Like I feel like you see a lot of men fitness influencers talking about discipline, which I think is great, but men need to be guided in the discipline realm in a very different way than women do. And I was really heavy on like the male dominated discipline content where it's like, I know I started this episode with a recommendation, a quote of like a discipline podcast or something, but I thought that the quote was good. In total contrast to that, I don't like being yelled at. I don't like being screamed at. I'm a lady. I don't like being into the all or nothing culture, which is something that I was really subscribed to for such a long time and it completely burned me out. And so the all or nothing culture, the, you know, 75 hard, the go at a thousand miles an hour and don't slow down until it's done. That's great because that's how men operate. That's not how women operate. And if you've ever talked to a girl, you know that depending on wherever she is in her cycle, like things are going to feel different. I just started my period. And so I'm just starting to feel better again. But all last week I was so down. Energy was so low because that's just kind of like where I fell in my cycle. And I'll link some podcasts that have a little bit to do with like what I'm talking about. If you guys have no idea what cycle syncing is. So realizing that this all or nothing mentality was frying me was such a big eye-opener because I realized that, oh, I didn't have to be all or nothing. I could just simply keep the promises that I make to myself. And that might look different depending on where my body and mind is telling me it needs to be that week. So discipline isn't always better when it's harder, faster, and stronger. Sometimes it's not doing something. Sometimes it's tweaking something because that's what you need this day. And Sometimes not doing something takes just as much strength as doing something. So for all my girlies out there who feel like discipline hasn't worked for them, know that you're not alone. You probably just have been listening to too much like hardcore discipline content and you need a little rest. And I get that. I feel you. And I hope that this episode will help you look at discipline from a more feminine and godly perspective. So what gets in the way of discipline? Why do we break promises to ourselves? I have four bullet points here that I want to go through that kind of get into the nitty gritty of why discipline sometimes feels impossible. And then after that, I'm going to share four steps to build your discipline as this woman. So Here we go. What gets in the way of discipline? Point number one is stress. I did a little bit of research and found that stress is the number one thing that hinders discipline. And there could be two reasons for this. First reason is that we've overcommitted ourselves and there's just too much on our plates. I think as women too, sometimes there's kind of this pressure to be able to work and manage the home or work and be a caretaker, whether it's to your circle of friends or maybe you have kids or maybe it's parents or grandparents that need care or even if it's just care to ourselves. I mean, self-care, that's literally 
the whole premise of my podcast, everybody's podcast, like self-care this, self-care that, like how can you possibly be a good caretaker of yourself, your home, your job? Like I feel like there's, you've almost got it coming at you from like all angles and sometimes it just feels like it's too much or maybe it's stress in a little bit of a different way. Maybe it's just too much too soon. And this is a big one for me. I personally always get into things way too quickly. I dive in head first without much thought and that really gets me into trouble because I didn't actually evaluate or move with intention. And so I become stressed out because I'm not keeping the promises that I make to myself. I'm not hitting the marks. I'm not doing the thing that I said I was gonna do because I really went into it with very little preparation or planning and that leads to poor performance. The second thing that gets in the way of your self-discipline is that you're facing resistance and you don't know how to push through. So maybe you started doing something and it's too much. So you're in that stress category. You're facing resistance And now you don't know who to turn to. You don't know what to do because you're already in this mess and you have to find a way out. And you're like, the only way out is through, but I can't really go through. So I'm really tempted to just drop this thing or this goal or this whatever that I felt called to do because I just don't have the discipline to do it. And then that's when you turn on podcasts like this and you're like, how do I get more self-discipline? And you're like in panic mode. Start your wellness journey at Whole Foods Market where it's jumpstart January through the 16th. Stock up on supplements with some of the year's biggest savings. Plus, save on air-chilled organic boneless skinless chicken breasts, organic honey crisp apples, organic large Haas avocados, and more. And since Whole Foods Market is the only certified organic national grocer, it's easy to make them your wellness destination. Jumpstart your January now at Whole Foods Market. Because you aren't disciplined enough to get said thing done, Facing resistance essentially means that even though you have this desire to complete said thing, you have a psychological hurdle that you need to jump through. Maybe you're aware of this resistance, maybe you're not aware of this resistance, but for some reason something in you just feels like you can't move forward. That's totally okay. When I hit that spot of psychologically, in my mind, I'm like, I just don't know how to do this. I don't know how I'm going to complete this task. I don't think that this goal is for me. A lot of times this is where we're like, I should just drop it in total. My first step out of that is journaling. I know I talk about writing all the time on this podcast, but truly you guys, journaling through my problems has been such a helpful tool for me and I highly recommend it to anyone. So literally just write down like, why can't I do this? And you'd be so surprised at what you find. If you don't like to write, phone a friend and be like, hey, can I talk through something with you? I'm really trying hard to write this essay for school and I'm facing so much resistance and I just don't know why I can't do it. And then maybe they'll be like, oh, well, you know, do you feel like you have a good thesis statement? And you can be like, you know what, actually, no, my thesis statement is really bad. And I think that that might be why I'm feeling a little bit of resistance. I don't know what to do, but maybe I should go talk to my professor. You just kind of solved your own problem. You're going to go talk to your professor. They're going to help you work through this resistance by fine tuning your thesis statement with you. And then you can move on to the next phase of writing this essay. So I think a lot of times we just get in our own heads and we're really overwhelmed by 
the idea of getting from A to Z when in reality we actually have to go from A to B to C and so forth. And it's not A to Z overnight. It's A to B, then B to C, etc. And so taking those tiny baby steps and talking it through and figuring out where that resistance comes from is going to be very beneficial in navigating your self-discipline. What else gets in the way of discipline? Number three on my little list here is that it's too costly. Maybe we're not willing to give up X in order to make Y happen. This has been a big one for me lately in the realm of self-discipline and it's it's really personal. It really is. It's like, okay, what am I willing to give up in order to achieve an ideal version of myself or in order to achieve this thing that I'm being called to do or in order to just get to a certain place? Like you're always going to have to give up something in order to achieve another thing. It's a big conversation right now in just kind of like my circles. I'm, I guess, at the age of like a young professional and some people my age are getting married. Some people my age are getting promotions. Some people my age have kids. Some people are so single and they don't want to get married until they're like, you know, 35. And I feel like there are so many different potential paths that you could go down But a big conversation that I'm hearing a lot lately is career versus relationship. Something that I'm hearing a lot of chatter about in my circles is the question of whether a significant other is worth the time and financial investment or should I put my focus on advancing my career, flying solo, not being tied down, not being attached, having more time to stay late at the office or, you know, whatever it is. Would getting a significant other mean that I'm diluting my career potential? It's a big discussion right now. I seem to have it with almost all of my friends and whether they're in relationships or whether they are in a position where they're trying to go for a promotion or whatever their situation is, I feel like this conversation just keeps coming up. And it made me think about the idea of, okay, in order to receive X, you have to give up Y. Yes, you can be in a relationship and still get promoted. It's just really got me thinking lately about the priority list that maybe you put your commitments. And there's really no right or wrong answer. There's no right or wrong answer. But I think it's just a good example of the idea that in order to achieve something, you might have to give up something else. And like I said, there's no right or wrong answer. Um, I just think it's such an interesting discussion to have and kind of hear my friends' perspectives on you know, oh, well, you know, I want to be in a relationship and I think that I can do this with my career. But, you know, if I were to get tied down in this certain state, then maybe I can't, you know, move to move out to LA if I get that big acting gig or, you know, whatever it is. And so I think it's just a really interesting concept to kind of toy with in your mind of like, okay, what am I willing to give up in order to potentially have something else? Or maybe what am I not willing to give up? I think that in the realm of self-discipline, there's a great deal of weighing the opportunity cost and discovering if giving something up is worth the gain in another area and vice versa. With that in mind comes point number four, If you're not willing to give something up, if you're not willing to put in the effort, if you're not willing to make a little bit of sacrifice, if you're not willing to be disciplined about something, point number four in what hinders self-discipline is that maybe you don't really want it that badly. Plain and simple, a little bit of tough love. Maybe you don't really want it that badly. Maybe you are the person that's 
talking a lot about doing something and not really taking any action steps, it's okay. That's been me before. And maybe it's a goal that someone else has planted in your head. Maybe it's someone else's dream. Maybe you have a family member or a friend or someone else in your life, or maybe it's a celebrity who you are kind of modeling your uh, thinking after and deciding that, you know, I think I want to run a marathon. Maybe you're not a runner. And if you keep walking around saying, hey, I want to run a marathon, I want to run a marathon, maybe it's a bucket list item, but do you really have the discipline to start? Do you really want to do that? If you're not willing to buy a pair of running shoes and download the Nike Run Club app and go hit some miles every morning, then maybe you don't really want to run a marathon that badly. I think if you want something badly enough, you will be willing to do whatever it takes to get there. You will build discipline and you will keep the promises that you make to yourself because you want it so bad. So how do you build discipline as this woman? Literally from the ground up, I've created four steps to developing a foundation of discipline. First and foremost, I really want you to release the idea that discipline is something that comes naturally. I think at our core, we all want to be better. I really do. I think that everybody wants to be better. Everybody wants to improve themselves. But discipline is a learned skill. And I think back to as a kid, you know, your parents would try to teach you, you know, make your bed when you wake up in the morning and make sure that you turn in your homework on time and make sure that you are respectful to the teacher and, you know, you're brushing your teeth at night. Like they try to instill good habits in you to teach you discipline. But as an adult, you don't really have that same level of accountability. And so you almost have to reteach yourself how to be disciplined in a way that works best for you. Before we can even get into these four steps, I'm going to add like a pre, like a, an introductory phase. I think you need to tune into your unique individual circumstances and calling. I think the biggest difference between that girl, average mindset, and this woman, next level, God-centered mindset, is that you're ditching the average mindset of this is what the world tells me to do, this is what TikTok tells me to do, this is what the Instagram influencers told me to do, and stepping into this is what I feel that I am being called to do. This is what I hear God telling me, hey, this is going to be your next step. And this is not going to be pretty. It's might get ugly. It might not be exactly what you want to do. But this is what you need to do. And this is the next step that you need to take. And I need you to be obedient. I need you to do it. And you're going to be disciplined and you're going to do it. So that I think is the biggest difference because you know it's going to be good. You know it's going to be so much better than what the world has to offer because I can tell you firsthand, whenever I have listened to the world's recommendations of what I should do, it really hasn't gone too hot. It really hasn't gone too hot. And I am so terrified and excited for you guys to continue to just hear more about my testimony. And I don't think that I mentioned it in this podcast episode, but I am releasing a chapter in a book it's called Deserts to Mountaintops, Choosing Our Healing Through, through Radical Self-Acceptance. And my chapter is titled, I Am Your Friend Too. 
and it is all about my journey of hustle culture and hookup culture and struggling with binge eating and just really learning how to come back to myself and find a way to love myself despite not really being able to face my reflection. And so that story is kind of a little bit of my testimony, but it's also a story that I think so, so many women will relate to. I was on the phone with my mom this morning and I was, to be transparent with you guys, because y'all know I keep it real, um, I was crying because I was scared. I was like, okay, this chapter is going to be released and like, that's my story. Like that is up for public opinion at that point. Like it's in Barnes and Noble, it's on Amazon. Like anyone can read this and anyone can see like what I've done. Like they can see my shame. They can see my sin. They can see my failures. And I'm literally putting it all out on the table. Like here it is. And that's a really, really scary place to put yourself in. And so I was crying on the phone with my mom. I was like, yo, like this is happening. (laughs) Like this is real. And she just continued to speak truth into me and remind me that this is going to help thousands and thousands and thousands of women. And I hope that it helps you in some capacity. And I think that taking that leap of faith to write this chapter and really lay it all out on the line was an act of obedience. And that is why I just feel so passionate about sharing my heart with you all and just reminding you that what the world has to offer you is never going to even come close to the goodness that God has to offer you. And so I think that when you tap into obedience, that will act as a very, very firm foundation of your discipline. It's not always easy and it's not always going to be pleasant. These are four steps that I think will help when it comes to being disciplined. Step number one, you have to make up your mind before you begin. In order to really finish something, I'm a firm believer that you have to have your mind made up ahead of time that you're going to finish it. I think about this concept a lot and I had a friend who took part in a really intense physical training And they completed this training successfully. When I asked them what their secret was, you know, what did you do when the times got really tough where you wanted to quit? And his response was, quitting wasn't an option. This task was going to be completed if it was the last thing he did. His mind was made up ahead of time. Going into it, quitting's not an option. Going into it, we're going to finish it. Going into it, I'm going to do good and even when I don't feel like I'm doing good, I'm going to lie to myself and I'm going to shift the perspective and I'm going to tell myself that I'm having a great time because it has to get done. Being half-hearted is not going to get you very far. Going into something with like a, well, we'll see how this goes mindset isn't going to get you very far. So I think the perfect step number one of building self-discipline has to be going into it with a winner's mindset. And I think too, if this activity that you're participating in, this goal, this thing, maybe it's a workout program, we'll we'll use that to keep it easy. If it's a workout program and you're committing to two days a week, but it's hard, let's say it's really, really hard and 
it's hard because it's early in the morning and it's hard because you're lifting heavy weights and it's hard because it's physically taxing on your body. It might not feel like a lot of fun. It might not feel like the best time of your life. But I encourage you to find something fun in it. And even in the toughest parts, even when you feel like, oh, this is so painful, even when that alarm goes off and you feel like, oh, I could just hit snooze and roll back over, find something fun in waking up early and getting it done. So find little nuggets of fun in the tough moments. My dad would always tell us, stop whining, no one cares. My mom's probably laughing, she's listening right now. No, but seriously, my dad would always tell us, stop whining, no one cares. And it's really true. When you whine, when you moan, when you groan, when you complain, all it does is make it worse. And it makes it worse for everyone else around you. Because then we all have to hear it and we're all affected by it. Step number two is to understand your weaknesses and then set realistic expectations because of your weaknesses. When you are intentional with your promises, it's going to be so much easier to keep them. I think I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I used to be the type of person that would just kind of say yes to big commitments without really realizing how big of a commitment the big commitment was going to be. And because of that, I really failed myself time and time again because I didn't understand the full scope of what I was taking on. And oftentimes it was too much for me. Oftentimes the commitment was way out of my league and I just really didn't have a good grasp on the situation and it was really easy to abandon abandon ship. I think first and foremost, it's important to be intentional with the things that you say yes to. And if you make a commitment you got to follow through with it. If you're not currently a morning person, a 5 a.m. workout isn't really probably going to work well for you. I think that everyone should have expectations. You should get out of bed at a reasonable time, especially when it comes to something like your workout time. It has to be a time that you're not going to miss. Kind of like how it's a dumb idea to schedule a workout at 3 p.m. the same time that you have your daily check-in meeting with your manager at work or whatever it is, you're not going to schedule a workout at a time that you're not even going to be awake for. That's really, really goofy. And so, yeah, it's a good goal to try to be a morning person and a good goal to try to be out of bed at five. But if you're a night owl and you're not going to bed until one or two and you have a goal of waking up at five, that just seems really goofy to me. So maybe you need to rearrange your schedule. Your goal of working out is really good, but maybe you put it at the end of your day. Since you like to stay up late anyway, maybe you put it at the end of your end of your day. Once you've identified your weaknesses and you've set a realistic expectation, I think it's important to fill in the gaps. So in this case, the gaps are your weaknesses. Fill in those gaps with people who are better than you, with people who are stronger than you, smarter than you, faster than you, whatever it is. Fill in the gaps with people who are better than you who can hold you accountable. If you don't have coaches, teachers, mentors, peers in the spaces where you are trying to elevate your life, you will never get better. Being the smartest person in the room is one of the dumbest things that you can do for yourself. Let me say that again. 
being the smartest person in the room is one of the dumbest things you can do for yourself. So surround yourself with a community of people who will call you higher and hold you accountable. Number three is to remove distractions and learn how to manage your time well. This is more of a tangible one. This is one that in order to achieve your goals, you have to prioritize what's important to you. Like literally to-do list style, make your priorities crystal clear. And I think it'll be it'll be a lot easier to figure out what areas you need to be more disciplined in based on your priorities. I also think too, the way that people spend their time is a great judge of their character and a great judge of what their true priorities are. So make sure that you're spending your time wisely. And if you keep getting wrapped up in distractions, if something is taunting your discipline, you have to get rid of it. You have to get rid of it if something is taunting your discipline. So for me, it's the phone. Rarely, rarely do I have someone around me to tell me to put the phone away and work. And so it's so easy to get sucked into reels or into you know, making an Instagram post or whatever it is. And for me, I kind of teeter the line because I can get away with it saying like, oh, like, I, you know, I post on Instagram because I'm like, I'm busy, I'm working. But in reality, it's like, okay, like I need to spend time on some posts and then I got to get on with other work. And so I have to make a requirement for myself, you know, when, when to scroll and when not to scroll, um, when to let myself, you know, just kind of watch reels and laugh a little bit. And then when it's like, okay, it's time to put the phone away and, you know, actually work now, I have to be responsible and disciplined in that area. So for me, it's the phone. For you, maybe it's TV. Maybe it's food. Maybe use food as a distraction. Maybe you use other procrastination techniques to kind of distract yourself or keep yourself busy to delay that thing that you need to be disciplined to do. So just kind of be mindful of, what you do as a method of distraction and make sure that you aren't digging yourself into a cycle of unhealthy distractions. And step number four when it comes to building self-discipline as this woman, I think that you need to continue to work hard even when you aren't seeing results and even if you aren't sure that what you're working towards is worth your time. When you're working towards anything in your life, there will be moments where you're like, what am I doing? It would be so easy right now for me to throw in the towel, give it all up, and just start something else, move on with my life, and not do this. It would be really, really easy to do that. But most of the time, that thing that you're doing that's hard to do is what you're supposed to be doing or the thing that you're trying to do but you're just not getting there yet it's what you're supposed to be doing I think a lot of times we get that little nudge that something's made for us we get that little feeling that gut feeling that like hey like you should do this and even if you don't really know why you're called to do it or what path this is going to lead you down you just feel like okay this thing is for me And I think if you hear that voice that's kind of like, okay, you need to be obedient here, but you don't really know why you're doing it yet and you're not really seeing results yet, discipline can be really, really, really hard. Oftentimes when we're called to do something, it's for a bigger purpose and it's for a bigger plan 
Jeremiah 29 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you, not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future. And I continue to come back to this first time and time again, when I feel directionless or when I feel like I'm being led down a path that has no true end result. I think oftentimes I'm, I'm quick to jump into things and I'm quick to seek results but the best results don't happen overnight. The best results barely happen quickly at all ever. And so for me, I just have to keep coming back to, okay, there's a plan here. There's a purpose here. And it's a plan to prosper me, not to harm me. It's a plan to give me hope and a future. Having hope and having a positive future is all that anyone ever really wants, right? Like, why are we so disciplined? It's to have a better future. We're disciplined because it's what we feel like is going to get us to the next level in the future. If we could have exactly what we wanted right now, there would be no need for discipline. And because of that, I think that the practice of discipline in and of itself is kind of beautiful. Discipline isn't easy. If it was easy, everyone would do it. But your calling, that thing that you've been thinking about this entire episode that you want to start, maybe it's the workout thing like we've like we've been talking about, maybe it's going back to school. Maybe it's finishing school. Maybe it is getting into a relationship. Maybe it's something career related. Maybe it is something as simple as just becoming more disciplined in your morning devotional practice. Or maybe it's becoming more disciplined in your journaling practice. Maybe it's becoming more disciplined in your finances. Maybe it's saving more. Maybe it's investing more I don't know whatever the thing that you've been thinking of this whole episode I challenge you to intentionally commit to it don't dive in without really knowing what you're getting yourself into but do a little bit of research pray about it think about it reflect on it and commit to it be disciplined enough in just this area to prove to yourself that you are worth showing up for. Can you do that? Can you be disciplined enough in just this area to prove to yourself that you are worth showing up for? That is it for today's episode. Thank you all so much for tuning in. If you are enjoying this series, please be sure to leave a rating and a review. That just helps more people find and listen to the show. I would love to see how you listened to today's episode, whether you were on a walk, maybe you were folding laundry, maybe you were cooking dinner, maybe you are studying. I don't know what you're doing, but snap a picture and post on Instagram and tag me at Lily Rayco and tag the podcast at 8020pod. I would love to see how you are enjoying this episode. Got lots of cool stuff coming up in January. I have that vision board workshop that I mentioned on January 19th. We have the book deserts to mountaintops coming out on january 25th i guess those are the only two things that are happening but i just i feel like you know when you have like a few things on the calendar and you're like wow things are really filling up like that's kind of where i'm at but thank you guys so much for listening to this episode i hope that it inspired you and just helped you kind of tap into your discipline and challenge you to really take it to the next level if you like today's episode i have a good feeling that you will like next week's as well we're going to talk all about community and how to find and maintain healthy and positive female friendships in your 20s 
So I'm super pumped for that episode. You can click the link in the show notes to check out all the that girl to this woman mindset series. I will have a little bit of a playlist for you guys made so you guys can check out all the episodes in the series so far. This is only the second one. So if you haven't listened to the first, don't worry, you haven't missed out too much, but definitely go back and listen to the first and check out the rest of the series. I love you guys so much. I hope that you have a great rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon.